Hi, friend. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Really good to be here. Hello. 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 Uh, My well, name's Adam, by the way. No big Adam. deal. This is Adam. Uh, we did this wrong. It's fine. I think this banter is gonna is gonna really warm everyone's hearts mm-hmm. once they hear all this. Hello, friend. Hi. Uh, you should. You can't cut any of this out. Is what I'm realizing. I'm, I think. I think we need more of of the of the. You know, we really gotta <laughs> really gotta open the kimono. You know, and show show, <laughs> the, the, show the process. That's how the sausage gets made. Oh my gosh! Opening the kimono is is a metaphor. I'm I'm growing increasingly uncomfortable with using. It is it is actually the grossest corporate phrase I think I've ever heard, and people just. They just use it. I don't understand how it actually gets used with any kind of seriousness. Plus, it's racist. and it, It's kind of, yeah, it's certainly insensitive. Well, it's certainly, I mean, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm disrobing for you. Like, I'm I'm a woman disrobing for you. Like, that's... Oh, my God. You know? It's true. It's, it's true. It's pretty, if our Wesleyan education has taught us anything, it's that oh opening God. the kimono is an inappropriate phrase. In, in like seven different contexts. <laughs> yeah, there are probably whole classes on why you can't use the phrase opening the kimono. And funnily enough, unlike a lot of things that we learned at Wesleyan, it would actually kind of be true. It's totally true. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'm here with Adam Tuck, by the way. Oh, hi. Good to be here, Dave. Yeah, Dave great, at all. Great to be here. Which is your name. That's correct. <laughs> So um, I broke I broke um, one of my own house rules today. And you know what happens when you break your own house rule? No, what happens? Bad bad things happen. So I have what? I have a rule that I don't put any sort of liquids on the same level or above any sort of electronics. That's a great rule. Yeah, I learned this rule actually um, after hosing my computer. Um, by dumping a beer on it. Do you remember like an entire, like an entire Bud Light? Is that what? I, is that no. What I do you remember? remember? Do you remember this uh, at school? I was having a party. I I there were some people in my room, and um, I accidentally poured a whole beer onto my computer, <laughs> <laughs> a whole bottle of yeah. beer, and it was like glug 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 glug, and I was playing music, and the music just stopped. It went totally dead, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> there's a thousand dollars down the drain." Well, am I right in thinking that actually the computer was totally fine though in the end? No, or was not it? totally. No, it was no. totally fine once they replaced the motherboard and like all the internal <laughs> components. <laughs> then it was great. Okay. It was just like new at that point. I guess I really kind of uh, left out some of those critical details in my remembrance of this event. Yeah. So um, anyway, in practice, I normally put my coffee or drink on the floor because if it's on the floor and people think it's weird, you know, but I have people in sometimes to do recording or something. And I'm like, can you just put that beverage on the floor? Um, but if it spills on the floor, nothing bad happens. So do you, oh, do you do like little coasters? Um, no, it's just, just, just straight on the floor. <laughs> okay. Here's what we need to do. We need to get you a series of low tables because that would still be classy and um, everyone would still feel comfortable, but like, a know, it's like, like one a, step up, mm, like a Moroccan, like a Moroccan table or something like that. 
Well, I don't know why it has to be Moroccan, Dave. <laughs> or, you know, like gonna, a low, uh, yeah, some sort of low, some very low sitting, like coffee table type. Yeah, very it could be low. great, actually. Yeah, so Super anyway. Classy. So I knocked, I was, the cord for my headphones knocked over my coffee and it went all over, like under the computer. Nothing got damaged, but I had to, <clears throat> anyway, so things are okay. Well, did, did I ever tell you about, did I ever tell you about my house rule? What's your house rule? Uh, don't ever put your computer bag down near a car on the ground <laughs> on the street where a car will get run over and your what? No, where a car will immediately run over your computer and your whole trip will be sad. Did that, you, did that your happen? wife will have just backed over your computer. Did that happen to you? Do you not remember this? Yeah, this was in, uh, this I, was in I when actually, I was living in New York. I actually do vaguely remember this. Yeah, we were like about to leave for the airport and Jenna. <laughs> Have a good Jenna, flight. Well, you know, this is not really her fault. Let's all be honest. I put my computer bag down. It was sort of with other luggage behind the car, but she couldn't see it. And she started backing up and then, and then hilarity ensued. <laughs> but the computer was still functional. I have to say that. That was actually did it pretty just, cool. Did it just get a little dinged up? Well, I mean, the screen was ruined, obviously, but oh. the computer itself was a functional computer. Oh, I see. So you had to get the screen replaced, or you had yeah, to be good old tech serve, or you had to um, be resigned to using it plugged into an external monitor for the rest of its natural life. Which I did for several months before <laughs> I got it uh, replaced at tech serve. Excellent. Good old tech serve. Yeah, cool man. Yep. So you wanted okay, you wanted man. to do some fu. Ah, F you, uh, John Syracuse, I love you. And uh, no, I, I, uh, this is something that just came out. Uh, Nike uh, announced that, I'm not sure actually if Nike announced it or it came to light that the entire department that makes the fuel band got canned. Um, and there have been rumors about uh, just gross mismanagement of resources and just sort of uh, manager... Um, incompetence actually and while there may have been serious problems with the fuel band um i remembered about six months to a year ago uh the fitbit flex was coming out everybody was sort of upping their game in this space and rather than releasing an actual version two of the fuel band nike came out with different colors and I remember thinking to myself, really? Just different colors? That's not really, you know, that's not really the Nike way if they actually wanted to compete. And this was around the time that the 5S came out mm. and they announced like their Nike, uh, Nike Plus, I guess, uh, software for the iPhone and that they would be involved in that. And I sort of linked these two together in my brain piece. And I was like, okay, it seems like Nike doesn't actually isn't actually serious about the software here. I'm sorry, isn't actually serious about the hardware here because if they were, they wouldn't just be doing this middling like version two update. They'd actually be adding features and changing things. And now, lo and behold, uh, even though the company PR has denied it, the uh, the CEO has in an interview full on been like really excited about future things with companies like Apple. Apple, and then he wouldn't he wouldn't say anything else about it. But he was like, "But we're very excited uh, about it." You and uh, that's a, that is a non that is a confirmation as close to a confirmation as you're going to get on a future product, uh, uh, and directly from the top. Yeah. So 
So and I you imagine know, they're gonna right. And isn't it? Tim Cook is on the Nike board. Is that is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. So that's and so that's interesting. Yes, indeed. And so I I fully believe that you know maybe there were problems with a fuel uh, product that were unrelated, but I think they were very comfortable getting you know getting rid of it by uh, because of the fact they know it's coming down the coming down the pipeline and knowing that they can focus better on software and selling shoes rather than um, rather than trying to actually compete with Apple in a physical device. So good for them. I think or, this is smart for both compete, companies. Or compete with everyone else. Yeah, yeah, and everyone else, yeah, for that matter. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So, pretty cool. Get, everybody get excited. Something good, cool is going to come. Good times. Great so, taste. We're going to talk about television. Yes. The idiot. This box. is our official topic. The idiot box. <laughs> as yeah. my mom, as my mom calls it. <clears throat> and good. maybe it really is the idiot box because uh, we're talking about an industry that hasn't really changed um, much. And I think in the next five to 10 years, the television landscape is going to look extremely different from where it is right now. And so there's so many players now, different companies are trying to come in and change television. Um, Apple, uh, Netflix, Roku, Amazon, Microsoft, increasingly Google. Um, So, but rather than talk about these products, I think it would be more interesting to kind of talk about what's wrong with television right now and and what are some of the problems mm-hmm. <clears throat> um so i sort of just put them into some different different buckets um one <laughs> one is the ease of use what i what i'm just referring to as the ease of use problem so it's tremendously complicated to use television there's all these different remotes there's different uh different boxes and they all have to be plugged into different inputs and you have to switch around um and it's too it's too complicated um so and then there's like this i i told you about this before but there's a problem with even just being able to watch content in hd um for my current cable provider i have to go to channel i have to add 600 to any channel so if i go to channel 3 it shows standard definition if i go to channel 603 it shows hd content um, and the fact that that's not reversed is the craziest idea in the entire world. Yeah. I was thinking like, about it when I was on Time Warner in New York, you know, channel three would just be HD or whatever. Channel two would be HD. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just, it's insanity. Um, so I think there is a real ease of use problem. And, you know, between these sea of remotes and everything else, there's there's something that can be done to to sort of make this better. I was wondering, how do you think we should frame it from like a uh, from like a Horace uh, type perspective? Uh-huh. Like the TV now is pretty multifaceted, and what it actually does seems to be changing a little bit. Although I guess it's really been pretty similar for quite some time. So in terms of the the job that the TV is hired to do. Mm-hmm. TV is there. Previously, it was just to sort of watch content that was broadcast uh, from broadcasters, uh, and you would have to tune in at a specific time. Yeah. And eventually, we got VCRs where we were able to take uh, recordings 
and uh, play movies that we wanted to watch at any time. Right. That moved into DVDs. Uh, eventually, our broadcast TV became cable TV. Our, the options became larger. Eventually, we were able to record shows and play them whenever we wanted to because of sort of a, uh, a VCR-like device. Now we have uh, on-demand content that's given to us through providers. Yeah. And and also through this, the rise of video games became another uh, sort of job that the TV fulfills for us. Yeah. So I think these are all I think these are all really good points. And sort of one one thing that you brought up was just well, I think it has evolved and it has been the television itself has been kind of like almost like a platform in that you can plug so many things into it including video games um but at its heart I think even the idea of having to record shows or something like that is 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 an anachronism like it's just so like why should you have to do that like why can't you just watch the content that you want to watch when you when you want to watch it it is crazy everything yeah so so i think i think you i think you touch on like a couple a couple things there um for sure um and yeah i mean it's so born out of the um I've actually never had a DVR myself. Oh. I've I've always yeah. Let's uh, so what? What's your what's your um? How do you watch TV? And by TV, I guess what I really mean is like any sort of content, any sort <laughs> of anything. video content. Really, that's not. Um, it doesn't have to be like on a on a television. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, I used to stream Netflix uh, a lot. Well, okay. Let's start with where I am. I got one TV. I one have uh, an Xbox 360 that's plugged into it. Uh, and before the Apple TV could play Hulu Plus uh, and HBO Go, I was actually doing those things on an Xbox 360. An Xbox 360. Um, and the interface was okay, but the thing is so loud. It has so much fan noise that it was always kind of a, a bad choice. Okay. Eventually... Apple TV picked up some more of those channels, and so I started focusing more with that in terms of watching and streaming shows. Right. So right now on my computer, I can't even get Netflix in a browser. I have to open up Firefox to use it. I'm having this weird bug. I can't seem to figure it out. Netflix can't seem to figure it out. Hmm. So I, I haven't streamed. I haven't streamed Netflix on my computer since Mavericks. Um, oh, it's kind of crazy. I thought you said you needed to do it in Firefox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I can do it in Firefox, but since I up, upgraded to Mavericks, I can't make it work in Chrome or Safari. Oh, that's, that's I odd. Know, it's, it's totally weird. Jenna doesn't have this problem on the computer that's like right over there. So, She's on Mountain Lion, but whatever. So you're now watching HBO Go. You're watching Netflix on your Apple TV. Yep, um, and Hulu Plus. And, and Hulu Plus. And what about... Do you have like a, do you have like an HD antenna or or some cable situation or something to watch to watch uh, like live TV or anything like that? I am so far out in the boonies that I, we do we do technically have an over the air uh, digital antenna, but it picks up <laughs> it picks up basically like the twenty four hour Criminal Minds channel, uh, <laughs> and that's all it picks up. Is that is that a channel? That's a channel. 
I think it's Canadian. It's called Ion, uh, and they and their oh. tagline is positively entertaining. Get it? Oh, because ions, ions are positively charged. Yeah, it's wow. pretty. It's pretty great. Uh, technically, it should be cation, I suppose, but you know, details. And uh. the so we we we've just given up. We've just given up on cable TV, and um, which is fine. That's actually been a pretty easy. Um, transition for us i would say we're doing um you know we were just watching the shows we want on uh, hbo go if they're uh you know sort of those bigger production things and then everything else i mean we watch a tremendous amount of that uh, nbc universal programming um so a lot of like of the funny sitcoms are through hulu plus and okay um, and yeah. ju- so the tv part of tv is really through that mm-hmm and um, just to be clear here, because I, I can, um, just to be clear, you have someone has given you like an HBO Go account. Let's say your parents. So that's let's let's just say let's just say I have access to HBO Go. <laughs> you have access. <laughs> yeah, I think that's okay. fine. I think we can say that. Some of the and yeah, some of the some of the some of the internet people now supposedly have some sort of hbo plus like your internet package but uh, i wish yeah I, i'm so far out in the boonies that i have i have ridiculous uh dsl yeah. service there's no just there's just no way um that they're, they're um it's not i don't even have a basic tv package so there's nothing that anyone okay. can do and they won't they won't run cables out here excuse me so i cannot get high high speed anything oh Okay, so terrible. there's there's just a jet, there's an access problem. Um, I am in rural America, that rural America that you keep hearing about. <laughs> the real America, the not the real, the rural, the rural, 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 the rural, the So I have, um, I have a TiVo for the first. I mean, I've had a TiVo you for have a, TiVo. About a, a year and a half. Yeah, I have an honest to god. Uh, branded TiVo not T- I'm not using TiVo in like a loose sense I have an actual no, no, you, not TiVo a DVR, an actual TiVo I have a TiVo um, that's amazing what how what, is it good do you like it <laughs> um I'm sorry Adam just picked up his cat which you can't he's see. not supposed to be in this room internet this is the cat free room oh this is so cute <laughs> <laughs> just cat stuff no big deal live in the dream Anyway, um, tell me about the TiVo. Okay, so I have a TiVo. You know, I schedule. So I have cable. I have a TiVo. I don't have HBO. Um, so you know, I'll schedule Mad Men or like Bob's Burgers or a lot of Food Network uh, programming. And <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, it records it, and it mostly does a good job, except sometimes the interface will just stall for like a second or two. If you're trying to record a new show, it just freaks out. Um, so I actually, for as good as it is supposedly, um, which, you know, makes me think that the other boxes just me must be total crap. It's, it's, there are definitely some usability problems. Does, does the TiVo stream content? Does it stream Netflix or Hulu or anything else? No, it doesn't. It is a DVR. That is what it does. It's not a streaming box. At yeah, all. yeah, yeah. It's not. Okay. It's not the really fancy one. 
Um, okay. But yeah, I just, yeah, I just learned that apparently um, maybe I think tomorrow um, through my provider, I'm going to be able to, through like RCN, which is this cable company that I have, I should be, there will actually be a Netflix channel, which I'm putting in quotes. So you're going to be able to access, you're going to be able to go to channel 450 and get Netflix. Like it'll just open up an app or something. And then, so basically if you were, if you had a TiVo, but you didn't have Apple TV or some or Roku or some sort of box like that, you'd be able to actually, you know, use get Netflix it through a channel, get it through a channel. Well, but it isn't really a channel. It's really just a hack. So it will open up some app. You understand? It's not like you're tr- but still you. you yeah, I, no, I totally get it. But the but on your remote, you hit the numbers four five zero and then an app yeah. opens. Awesome. I mean, Netflix, you have to give them so much credit for the fact that like, they're like, they are like, yeah. I want to be everywhere. It's like, uh, we don't, you know, it's like, I will, I will take out our own channel. We're, we're going to have a Netflix channel. And like, how are you going to make that work? Idea. I don't know. You know, nice, nice distribution play. Um, <sighs> although it does seem kind of hacky to me, but, um, crazily hacky. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, Netflix anyway, um, you know, their whole, their whole thing is let's be, let's be on as many different platforms as possible. Let's be on Apple TV. Let's be on Roku. Let's be on all your computers, your tablets, like let's be everywhere. And that's, that's really great because that solves, um, I guess like a second big problem that I see with TV, which is an access problem. Um, so you should be able to access your, your content across, uh, different time, like basically whenever you want to, um, across locations. So, um, an example of that is, you know, blackouts. So if let's say you're in a, let's say you're in uh, Philadelphia, you want to watch the Phillies on, um, some sort of streaming service and it will be, it will black you out, which is it won't let you watch it if you're in that particular market, which is because it it is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire yeah, life. It makes zero because, sense. You know, it's because these broadcasters have paid for an exclusive license in a certain region. So if it's in the region, a contractually, they have to have an exclusive license. It seems I just don't see why we, they can't just get part of that ad revenue. I mean, why can't they just get a, a piece of the ad revenue from streaming rights? And yeah. then, make that yeah i mean it's totally this industry there's all these deals and these rights are divided and split up a million ways um across different time windows so you have first movies are in theaters and then maybe they're on an airplane and then maybe they're on uh like stars or hbo and then maybe they're cut up on all these commercials and and uh you know on Fox or something like that. So wait, is the air, is that, is that for real? Is the airplane point number two? Is that, is that the generally win, is how that it goes? the second window? Um, yeah, I don't know. Although I do know that there are some, when I was recently flying, there were some movies that I was sort of surprised were, um, were, were there because it seemed like, is this even out? Is this even out on, uh, 
like DVD ad or something. DVD. That's probably like the second or yeah. the third window. Um, but oh, I, okay. I actually, All I don't right. know like which windows, which, I mean, that's sort of an example. That's just an example. Um, yeah, whatever. but that's, I mean, that's part of the, that's part of the problem is because these different rights are sold off and all these different parties are involved and it's very, it isn't just flipping a switch. Um, yeah. Well, well, speaking of which we were just talking about the fact, uh, that HBO finally gave, uh, is finally going to allow, um, uh, Amazon prime members to stream shows, but the windows, uh, pretty, pretty big window. It's a three year window <laughs> before you can stream anything of HBO's content on Amazon's uh, yeah, devices. Or even, I believe even, um, like if you're an Amazon prime member, you get, um, you can go and stream it, you know, you can stream it online on Amazon prime. All oh, right. Even on a, even yeah. on a yeah, computer. Okay. Yeah, so I mean that's Point another being. that's another example cuz HBO it's really interesting because they've never I think this is the first deal. It's definitely the first deal like this. But I can't I can't think of any other example of them sort of spinning off some of their content. And yeah, that's a really good point about the window. Yeah. Um so it's interesting. It's a little bit it's, yeah, it's Get a little to, bit sad. Get to, get you're to not watch. gonna watch uh mm-hmm. everybody everybody on twitter is like oh now i get to watch the wire and i'm like oh man you should have watched the wire years ago i know uh because it's Espe- wonderful well especially it's gonna feel weirder now than it ever would have back in the day because it's still four by three oh that's and true. sd <laughs> yeah it looks a little it looks pretty digitally that's how yeah, I would describe it's, it. It's janked. Yeah. Um, so then the other access thing. So good. The other access thing is uh, a device device access. So, you know, basically, if you're on a TV, if you're on a, um, you know, if you're on an iPad, anything, you should be able to get get the content. Um, ideally, or at least, I mean, that's a problem. You can't just go to any device, any at any time or in any location and get content that you've, you know, you're paying for. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. This is one of my like big pet peeves. It just makes no sense to me. And it's just because people know that they can make money by erecting ridiculous barriers. And that's the only reason why these barriers still exist. But that being said, I actually think people are sort of learning that, um, it's not working out quite as well as they thought. And they're just kind of having to roll with it a little bit more. Um, yeah. Can you think of anything that is only exclusive to a TV versus an iPad? Cause everything that I use from Hulu to Netflix to HBO go, that's all, um, that's all like universal. There's no difference in price. You know, there used to be like, Oh, you can do this on your computer for free, but you have to pay to do it on your phone or, or your iPad for Hulu. Um, they gave that up. Now it's just Hulu Plus is Hulu Plus everywhere, I think. So I'm sorry, your 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 question again, is there anything that's that still says like, oh, I'll show it to you on your TV but not your iPad? Because um, this was definitely like a big well, thing beforehand. But Well, there's a lot of I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of sports things like that. Um there's a lot like the, no, that's true. the like the Olympics 
um, I think were somewhat like that. Like some of, I don't know. I was trying to, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of events that they won't, they won't show you. Um, <laughs> so that, no, that's true. I guess it's just like live broadcast. There's things. probably, uh, there's probably some other stuff. Um, and then sometimes you run into windows. Like if I want to, I don't know, I buy, um, I've bought like boardwalk empire before in the past. Um, so, but there's like a year window on it. So I can only watch, no, I can't watch, I can't watch the episode. Like if a new episode were to come out, um, I couldn't watch it that because they, they only show, let's say we're up to season three and they only show season two that you can purchase Uh, through, through iTunes. Really? Yeah. They were, they were a year, they were a year behind. Um, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just, crazy. that's just another window type thing. Um, so again, as someone who doesn't have HBO, I can't, I can't watch it. Um, which sucks. Cause like, I want to give you guys money and you know, you just lost 20 bucks. Cause like I, you know, do you want the money now or, or not? Um, keep and, leaving that money on the table guys. And maybe, you know, and maybe I, maybe I don't want the show, uh, any year from now. Like maybe I just want to, you know, um, and, that's probably has to do with some agreement that they have with uh, cable providers and something, but okay, fair enough. Um, so those I mean, are obviously like, they're trying. I mean, obviously they want to be able to do that, but I'm sure their hands are tied and they can't disrupt their own, you know, business models. Yeah. Well, the big thing, um, I saw one of their, one of their head people speak uh, at a conference last year and, um, you know, I mean, you think about Netflix. Netflix is a direct is a direct to consumer model. Um, there's no, you know, you're you're paying to access the stuff. You're getting it from Netflix. And if you have a problem, if there's a service problem or something else, like you're you're going to be reaching out to Netflix. The way that HBO does their deals with the cable companies the cable companies sell the stuff and do the support and everything. Like if something doesn't work, you're not calling HBO, you know? So they don't have any sort of infrastructure, like a sales infrastructure or support infrastructure. So they can't, I mean, they, they can't go direct to consumer, at least right now. Like it, it just, they don't have any of the capabilities to do that. That's a really um, which, good point. I never even thought about yeah. that. So, you know, and in everybody's mind and yeah, it sounds great. Like in theory, like, Oh, why can't I just buy my, my stuff directly from HBO? But it's not, you know, um, it's a good deal for them. They, you know, anyway, um, You're so such a smarty pants, <laughs> look at all the, look at all the stuff, you know, um, so those are, so the ease of use problem, the access problem. And then the third problem I see is a, what I'm just going to call a search problem. How do you find mm. the content? And this has gone totally, totally out of control. So here, okay. We could have live TV. So that's an outlet. We could have TV that I've recorded, let's say on the TiVo. We could have all of the on demand type programs on the TV where you pull them up. Um, we could have all these different services like Hulu plus and crackle and Netflix. Um, 
and they all syndicate. I mean, they have a bunch of different types of content, some of which overlap, some of which don't overlap. You have um, networks. They have their own websites, some of which contain individual shows, some of which don't, some of which window, some of which don't. Um, some of the shows have their own certain that, you know, their own shows that they're, you know, they're showing their shows on their own websites. Some of them don't. Then you have all the apps and those all have weird restrictions. And then you have to go into the app or download it or not. And you're, you're making me want to just kick my TV right in the face right about now. <laughs> you know, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And it's really, um, so, I mean, that is something that I just like, it's, I don't think it's so hard at least to be able to search. Like it shouldn't be so hard to be able to just pull up whatever content um, regardless of its form in one place. Okay. Well, here's, here's the thing that actually is problematic about that. I think live TV is a little bit more difficult. It's changing uh, uh, based on time, you have to check a schedule and then you have to be able to index that schedule and then deliver results. It still seems possible, but I understand why that database of what's actually going on there probably doesn't exist in a, uh, in, as an intelligent form as you're expecting. However, I would be flabbergasted. I mean, I know it exists for Hulu. I know it exists for Netflix. I know it exists for HBO Go because they all have search algorithms within their applications. And so the fact that like we can't just search on an Apple TV on an on a Fire TV on a Roku on a whatever. If we can't that we can't just pull all those streams and there's not an API for us to grab it in there and get that information. You know, all these guys want to be able to have you know what's going on on their service. So if you're searching from the main menu and they have something that their competitor doesn't, they want you to know that, and they want you to go into their app in order to find it. Um, and so I guess it's just maybe just a technical hurdle. No one's really tried it too hard. Uh, and Do you use, you know, do you, so you use these, use these different apps on, uh, on Apple TV, right? Yep, on Apple TV. Are they all? Are and, they all? Um, are they all laid out the right, the same way, and everything? Or are they all just totally like free for all? Do whatever you want with your interface. You know, God, I kind of forget because I'm so, <laughs> I'm just so used to it. I think they are. They all are following pretty strict conventions. None of them are like crazily different. Okay. Um, and they probably, they probably are actually. Do, do you know the answer to that question, Dave? Do no, you, I, I too, right? Um, it's I, I don't I don't regu- I mean apart from Netflix I don't regularly I guess Netflix has yeah I don't normally go in that way no, I think it's I think it's like unbelievably similar okay much like on the so Xbox they probably 360, have they probably they probably have Huey guidelines is that how it's pronounced H U I human user interface Huey Huey Lewis and the I news never. guidelines. <laughs> I've never heard anyone call it Huey. Maybe but I it's love not it. Huey. Yeah. They got they got Huey guidelines. They got Gooey guidelines. They got guidelines every which way. It is Huey. It is Gooey. So maybe it's maybe it's Huey. Huey. Uh, Huey. <laughs> Gooey, Huey, and Ooey. An <laughs> Ux um, user experience. Uh, no, um, yeah, they, they're probably pretty strict and they, I don't, I don't really know how much freedom they have to actually do anything custom in their own apps within the Apple TV, but this is the case 
in the Roku and on Xbox and in other places. Um, and uh, especially on Roku, I think there's got to be, you have to be able to make your own app because Roku's not making this stuff for you. It's way more of like a, you know, Wild West type situation. Um, and to my knowledge, Roku doesn't search between apps. Amazon Fire TV, I think they've said that they were maybe going to the, at some point in the future. Yeah, because that was... Or they were working on it. Yeah, they, I think they, they said that they're they said that they're basically going to because I guess that that yeah. was the big gap when it launched. Um, just you know, again, it's it's how do you search for content um, in one place between all these different sources, between the microphone and if they actually make that thing happen, they are going to be on top of this space. They are going to be killing it. Yeah, you seem to be into the mic. You seem to be into the microphone idea. I I think it's great, even if it's you know, I think it can be Siri level inaccurate. You know, Siri level annoying and wrong, and still I think it's going to be awesome, um, because it's such a pain in the butt to do anything on your TV, to have to do anything where you're actually like typing and pecking out things. Um, I think the first user interface I saw that actually had it just like, instead of you like trying to go around in the keyboard, that's actually laid out like a keyboard. (laughs) Um, I think Xbox just started, you know, all of its apps just started being uh, that you just, you slam the controller left and right and you just like, it just really moved fast. So it's just all out in a line, you know, from A to Z and Uh, then numbers. Oh yeah, I've seen that. And you just slam the stick left and right. It's actually better. Like that's how bad it is to hunt and peck, even with a controller in your hand, it's that bad, you know? And like that, you know, your thumbs are used to moving and it doesn't matter. Like it's still terrible. So for you to be able to pick up something, whether or not it's to your connect, but you know the connect's a little bit weird, or if it's to a controller in your hand, and you say find Gary Busey, uh, <laughs> that's one of the best spots I think I've ever seen in my life. By the way, congrats to them. Um, I mean, I think that's amazing, and the fact that Apple's not doing that with Siri is crazy, crazy. They need to get on that now. Um, and also in terms of uh, things that they need to get on, I am dying to play iOS games on the TV. Do you think that's? Do you think that's in the works? It's got to be. I, I bet it's in the works every year, but it's just not quite baked enough to actually do something with. But they're not. They're <laughs> like me saying this. No one's going to listen to it and be like, "Oh my god, that is a good idea." <laughs> Never even yeah. occurred to me. So obviously they're working on it. Even but. in the newest um, ad, I guess it's an I guess it's an iPhone ad. They s- show people using their iOS devices as controllers and seeing something on the screen. I mean that'd be pretty cool. I think that actually does technically happen, but it's it's so nuanced, and I think it's still a little bit difficult to do. So nobody really worries about it, but. Man, uh, even if it is just like an uh, an AirPlay thing, and you need a phone to do it, um, they they really got to push that further because. Do you think I think that's going to be the key for them to dominate here? What's the right metaphor for channels? I mean, or for for viewing content? Is it is it channels? Is it um, apps? Is it? Uh, I mean is there just sort of like a master interface where you're, it doesn't, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out like, how do you, how do you organize I, I something that's just so, yeah. 
I mean, I, I think it's apps and search. So, it's a combination. Okay, so if you want to watch Downton Abbey, do you you could search for it, or you can go into like the PBS app. Yeah, if you know it's in PBS and you just want to click on it, go into PBS. You know what I mean? But if you don't really remember, where was it? Did I watch it there? Did I watch it on, you know, my whatever? Like, you need to be able just to say Downton Abbey. I mean, you know, I think search, voice specifically voice search, and then apps rather than channels is the way to go. Because channels is still part of that live broadcast model. It's sort of that, like, let's click on a channel, and then whatever's there, I will sit down and watch this. And that model is going away. Like, I just don't think that's going to ever come back, mm-hmm. especially with new kids, you know, who kid, the kids who've never seen commercials and they're like six years old. Um, so anyway. Yeah. Um, channels. I think that concept worked back in the day when there were maybe like 12 of them or eight channels well, or whatever it was. And because it was, because uh, there's like, was Oh, like, I'll go to, I'll go to NBC. I'll go to Fox. Like what? And you could, but you know, to have hundreds of channels and it's all organized by number and no, much less thousands. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's there are totally, thousands of channels. it's totally nuts. It also consider that like, um, it's such an outdated model. It's a, it's really the radio model. You know what I mean? It's like uh-huh. you're tuning your dial and you're, you know what I mean? And it's like, what's coming in over the airwaves? You know, what, what can we pick up? Um, and so at this point, that's like, it's kind of crazy. The idea that there's not a, um, the idea that even like live TV is doing it like that is, is crazy to me. It should be all on demand and it should be all just like a listing of shows and Comcast uh, is just showing you like, here's what we have. Take your pick. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if they ever were forced to be competitive, they think they might move in that direction, but they clearly are not because no one will compete with them. <laughs> And they now are about to have a monopoly over the 20th biggest markets in the United States. So thanks a lot, Tom Wheeler, for another great job done. Ugh. So yeah, I don't, I, we don't need to rehash it. No, no, no. Here. I have a, I have a source on this though, actually. Uh, um, oh, I have, that's the coolest thing I think I've ever heard. I know someone who's an antitrust lawyer and <gasps> I picked his uh, brain a little bit. But of course, I can't. No, no, tell me, tell me. I can't Seriously. identify him by name, so it's kind of like it's kind of like a deep, deep throat situation. Let's come up with a better name for him than that. Though. <laughs> that one's just—it's become gross. Yeah. What, um, well, anyway, um, so how about how about shallow ears? <laughs> so the FCC. So as far as the merger, the the time the. The Comcast Time Warner merger, the proposed merger. Um, so there's two agencies right now that are looking into this. Um, one is the FCC. Yeah. And the FCC has this standard where they need to show that the merger is in the, the public interest. Sure. Okay. The Department of Justice is also looking into the merger. Um, okay. The Department of Justice has to show consumer harm uh to be able to stop the merger or to put restrictions i mean that's this that it's a different standard so i.e there has to be some sort of higher prices or something like that to be able to show um 
that there's there's a cons- consumer harm. So it's it's interesting. I mean, there's no like we think about you know we think about the competitive landscape and we think about what it does to competition, um, but that is not. I mean, that's not the standard that these it's agencies. Well, it's just not the standard that they're using. I mean, I suppose, I suppose if it had a negative effect, maybe you could say it's... proof on that is like, there's no way that you can, I mean, what way could you possibly prove that, you know, I don't know, it seems to... Well, so the thing that, so Netflix has made us a public statement saying, you know, that they're against the merger... And the thing that I that he said that was really interesting is they're actually basically floating this consumer harm argument. Netflix is saying that they are um, raising. You know, you remember the thing about them raising their prices? They're going to raise their prices a dollar. Mm-hmm. This just happened, you know, pretty recently. Um, they said that it was due to higher content costs and also it had to do with um you know being able to to access the the consumers like i forget what they said exactly anyway w- anyway what what netflix is doing here according to my source is they are trying to raise this as a consumer harm um problem which would get doj attention and scrutiny they're trying to say this merger goes through, it will raise the prices to the consumer. And Comcast and Time Warner are like, no, 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 this is not going to raise the prices. This is nothing about raising prices. Um, this isn't about that at all. And that's not why this won't cause us to happen. Um, so it's really interesting because like, I, I hadn't really, I hadn't really read stuff about this or I didn't have that perspective on it. Yeah. It's also kind of interesting to me because what it says is that Netflix knows that it's sort of doing this in order to get the the DOJ to step in. And what that says to me is that they know that they can't trust the FCC to to, to uh, take care of it. Oh well, I I don't know. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's true. I I'm making wild extrapolation. I'll just let me say no. That I don't know. And I asked him. I said, "Is it possible that?" Um. The DOJ, like one side could rule negatively and the other side could rule positively and like block it. Like maybe there could be no consumer harm, but it would be, it would not be in the the public interest and it could get blocked somehow. Um, And he said that that was an interest. He hadn't really, he said it was interesting idea that that could happen. He wasn't really sure. Oh, so generally you would need both, not just a single one. Well, I, I'm actually I'm actually not I'm actually not sure about that, but um, anyway, it just sort of it's just sort of like an interesting interesting perspective on this on this whole thing. Um, That's awesome. Well, definitely follow follow up with him on that. I'm I'm very or her on that. I'm very curious to uh, to hear whether or not you know one has sort of precedence or more power or you know whether or not uh, you need both of them to fall in line for there to be any actions taken. Yeah, no, I think they both can, I think they can both act independently, but I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, because they're, 
there's, you know, they're different standards. So I think they could, you know, I think they have their own thing, but this is a political, I mean, the DOJ is subject to political, um, influence and lobbying. How's this the FCC for God's sakes? It's, it's, um, it's, it's just so interesting. Interesting is one word for it. Travesty is another, (laughs) uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 very interested to see how it plays out. Um, I could get into my whole net neutrality rant here about the other stuff with the FCC, but I think we can leave that for another time. Yeah, maybe we should just save that for another another convo. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, one more one more thing. Um, so yeah. you've been. You've been write you've been writing the little like episode descriptions and such. Yes. Yes. Um, but you always you always do it in a way that puts yourself down. You're like, Adam just rants about and makes weird noises and Dave has all these interesting and uh relevant things to say and Adam makes noises. <laughs> I th- I agree. I kind of think that's kind of the case. Okay. Well, um, you know, I I don't feel okay, that you don't way. Like that? No, I okay, I think you can you. do whatever you want as long as you don't think that you, are, you know, are not adding anything of value. But if you uh, just want to be, if you it. just want to be silly and do it, then you know. Okay, we can we can we'll see how it goes. You can. I think I was a little bit better. I I didn't like how much I talked in the last two episodes. I think I was no, just but I way th- I think you have talky. really no you well you know what I mean. Part of what it was was that. I was, I mean, we were leaning heavily on your sort of gamer expertise of which I have very little and it was kind of, you know, so anyway, I think, I think you, I think you add a lot of value, Adam. And okay. I appreciate it. That's all, you know, so (laughs) wouldn't this be such a dick thing if I were actually the one writing these, (laughs) (laughs) writing these summaries and the whole thing is like, Dave has great things to say. And Adam... <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. 